0: Welcome to Collaboration Dynamics, where we find out how working together makes sense for
1: real people. With Judy Rees, Virtual Collaboration Consultant, best-selling author and master of metaphor. Hello and welcome to the Collaboration Dynamics podcast. I'm Judy Rees and with me today is Alan Richards. Hello, Alan. Hello, Judy. Now, Alan is a really important person on the Collaboration Dynamics podcast because he is the mastermind behind the technical side of the project. Um, And interestingly, that means he's one of my collaborators. Um, And we were just saying that actually, although we collaborate together on a regular basis and Mm -hmm. we um, actually live about five or six miles apart in London, we Mm -hmm. probably haven't met for about 10 years. (laughs) That's right. It's quite incredible, isn't it? Which is quite, it is quite scary, but we know each other as online entities, so that (laughs) that makes you quite an interesting collaborator for me, um, particularly now I'm doing more and more virtual collaboration training with my clients. Um, But anyway, I usually ask these, usually start these podcasts by asking my interviewee to introduce themselves. So Alan, say a bit more about what you do. and. Who you collaborate with? Okay, yeah, thank you very much. Um, so I'm Alan
0: Richards. Um, I provide websites primarily for small businesses, websites and online strategy services, to help small businesses grow their business and to gain greater exposure. I use the WordPress website to create websites. I use uh, social media strategies to increase the sort of no like and trust with people uh, for people who engage me. And my services go all the way from strategy right through to implementation.
1: And what kind of people do you collaborate with?
0: Uh, They're mainly small businesses. Um, Increasingly, I'm dealing with um, a lot of um, NLP practitioners, a lot of therapists, a lot of trainers. Um, They're they're kind of one-person, one-man band uh, type people um, who want more exposure, need more exposure, and they they don't have the resources and they don't have the technical capability to to do it. So I
1: I provide that help, as much help as they actually need. Mm Mm-hmm. So I, I'm I'm right a slap bang in the middle of your your client base then. Um yes yes <laughs> yeah basically. Yeah. <laughs> Excellent, that's always encouraging to know. And so when you are collaborating at your best, you're like what? Yeah, I'm, <laughs> I'm gonna have to
0: think about this one. I've been thinking about this since we agreed to do this uh, this interview because my my work is my work is virtual so i provide my um services at a distance if you will um i also pretty much work on my own so i don't have a team i'm a one man band and i can provide all of my services myself so i don't collaborate with anybody in providing my services but we spoke a, a few minutes ago and very insightfully I thought said well actually you'll you probably collaborate with your clients and I think that's that's true because sometimes I provide a lot of services to my clients because um, some clients really don't want to get involved with the technology at all and they don't want to get involved with a strategy or marketing so I provide a lot of those services um, other other uh, people, Judy, a bit like yourself, um, are more than technically capable to, um, you know, put your blog blog together and put other things together, and indeed you have done. But you might desire sort of services round the outside. So I have a sort of continuum of services that I provide to people. But to get back to your question, how how um, how is it? What's it like for me when I? When I collaborate with people, um,
1: I'm I, going to. Do you know? I, I don't. I don't know. You're going to. You're going to have to help me out here a bit. Well, do you mind if I help you out by drawing your attention yes, to do. a metaphor you've used twice <laughs> already in this conversation? <laughs> <laughs> because um for me as a, a metaphor person it's it's sticking out like a sore thumb ah. um you've mentioned that you are a one man band and that uh-huh. your clients tend to be one man bands yes that's interesting musical so,
0: musically so when of, um...
1: you are like a one man band what kind mm-hmm. of one man band are you? Hmm. One well,
0: playing a lot of instruments, I think. Mm-hmm. There's a lot. There's a lot of um, a lot of technology involved in my in my work, and it's a whole load of stuff. So it's 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 like somebody playing. Um, I I don't want to say like playing a like a one man band, you know, with the uh, you know. Uh, um, drums and uh, penny whistle and and goodness, goodness only knows uh, what else. Not like that, but but a little bit like that. In that I'm playing, I'm playing a number of roles. I'm playing a number of parts, I guess, um, partly simultaneously, partly consecutively, and I'm delivering all of that. I'm myself. I guess, I guess I'm the um, the orchestrator and the conductor and the performer all in one.
1: Mm. Mm-hmm. The oh, orchestra- there you go <laughs> it's the orchestrator <laughs> the conductor and the performer all in one mm. Mm. and is there yeah. anything else yeah. about the orchestrator like that uh,
0: the orchestrator I don't know they've got they've got skills at planning they can see things they can see things through to the end right from the start to the end Mm -hmm. um they can see what uh, what needs to be done or what needs to be played and what needs to be written down um in terms of i suppose a musical score is a bit like um is a bit like a plan it's a plan Mm -hmm. that um an orchestra or a band are going to are going to execute so i have that plan quickly formulate Mm -hmm. that plan formulate Mm -hmm. that score if you like and mm-hmm. then I ensure the delivery of that score and the performance of it as well. So it's interesting. Mm-hmm. It's three it's three kind of
1: it's three kind of roles, isn't it? Mm. So it's three roles. It's the orchestrator, mm. it's the performer, mm-hmm. and i and was it conductor you said, the middle one? Yes, conductor as conductor mm. as well. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I suppose the
0: conductor is um is managing not only my resources but those of my client as well recommending what my client should do to you know get the best out of me really and mm-hmm. get the best out of the technology
1: mm-hmm. so what kind of conductor is that conductor
0: mm, quite a directive one i think mm-hmm. <laughs> um yeah quite 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 directive but but in a in a good way um mm-hmm. it's 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 a it's like a, a project manager conductor. It's 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 a need for control. It's a mm-hmm. need to be able to control the the delivery so that the client gets what they need. Um, and that's controlling my resources, but also um, if the if my client is responsible for particular deliverables, it's making sure for their own sake that they deliver those on time. So the project mm-hmm. does want it to do, to go in.
1: Mm-hmm. And when you're the performer, what kind of performer mm-hmm. is that?
0: Uh, what kind of performer? It's a performer. You know, I, I, I said a second ago about multi-instrumentalist, but it's it's a performer concentrating on one thing at one time. So mm-hmm. let, let's refine that. It's, I'm not a big believer in multitasking because I don't mm-hmm. think multitasking works well. And I think as a performer... I concentrate on one thing that I'm doing, one increment, one one bounded area of of what I'm doing, and I deliver that and make sure that works, and then I'm on to the next one.
1: Mhm. And is there anything so else about con-
0: that? Yeah. So performer concentrating on one thing at once. Um, what else about the performer? I s- I suppose I've had to. Evolve this way of working uh, because I've I've had uh, had 24 years as a management consultant. Well, latterly, about uh, uh, it's more than 14. Well, it's probably about mm-hmm. 20 years as a management consultant in uh, in large organisations uh, where I was just delivering. Um, but now, when I'm working from on my own, I've been working on my own for uh, about uh, seven or eight years. I find that I have to find the work, find the clients, find the work before I actually deliver the work. So it's it's a whole load of roles that I wasn't used to having mm-hmm. as, a, as an employee. So the, the performer, I think the performer has multiple roles. So when I'm delivering, I'm concentrating 100% on delivery. But I've also got, you know, in other areas where I'm sort of um, not not delivering. I'm I'm marketing. I'm uh, maintaining uh, prospect relations, etc., etc., etc. Hmm.
1: And so when you're all three of those things—the orchestrator, the conductor, and the performer—simultaneously mm-hmm. and consecutively. Yep. <laughs> is there anything else about that kind of one-man band?
0: It requires enabling technology, if that's not taking it too far. So maybe it's uh, a performer, a conductor, um, an arranger even, uh, who uses technology. So maybe it's uh, to use to use the metaphor we're using. Maybe it's a performer with. Uh, um, with synthesizers rather than with a with a rather than with an acoustic guitar.
1: Mm-hmm. So synthesizers rather than an acoustic guitar. What kind of synthesizers? <laughs> synthesizers. Uh, I don't know a loud, powerful one. I think <laughs> <laughs> that does that
0: does lots of jobs. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm. Yeah. And when you are that kind of one man band. Yeah. And. Way back when, at the beginning of this conversation, you mentioned that your clients are one man bands. Yes. What, what, uh, I'm tempted to ask what kind of one man bands they are, but I think that might take us a little bit down, um, a, a, a dead end because I suspect there are as many kinds of one man bands as there are clients. Right. What, what's the relationship between your one man band. And your client one man band.
0: This is this is gonna sound strange, but just as you were saying that, just as you were part way through that question, the thing that popped into my head was two jigsaw pieces. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if that's uh, you know, probably mixing my metaphors here, but that's what it's came allowed. To mind. <laughs> that's what came to mind. It was I'm I'm one jigsaw piece, and mm-hmm. the the cutout that I've got uh, fits into you, you know a need that my clients clients have got, mm-hmm. uh, and it, it's like a two piece jigsaw. It's a really it's a really simple child's jigsaw with two pieces, mm-hmm. and they they fit together perfectly. And so what what my client needs is what I provide. And um, the opposite of that as well, what they, um, I, uh, I can't think, but uh, yeah, what, what what they need, I provide, I provide what, what they need and want. Mm-hmm. And they dovetail, they dovetail together.
1: Mm. And those jigsaw pieces, the two jigsaw pieces of that child's really simple jigsaw where they dovetail together. Yeah. Is there anything else about the place where they dovetail together?
0: um they fit together very easily um it's not something that's got to be forced they just they just slot in so mm-hmm. my my ideal client is where it's a really good fit with my with what I'm able to deliver mhm and that's where we that's where we get on well and that's where you know the projects uh work really well
1: mhm now this might might be a slightly off-beam question, but it, it's a question that I know arises for, for quite a lot of people who listen to the, these podcasts. So mm-hmm. um, you mentioned earlier about um, finding the clients and maintaining the relationships and all of that. Yes. Is there a relationship between that simple child's jigsaw and finding the clients?
0: I suppose it's similar. I've not really thought about it. I hadn't th- hadn't consciously thought of the 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 jigsaw's uh, fitting jigsaw pieces fitting together until until you asked me. Um interesting interesting process this. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um so what
1: so ask me that question again, would you? So is there a relationship between the two jigsaw pieces fitting together? Yes. And finding the clients.
0: Yes, I think so because I suppose consciously or unconsciously, I'm looking for I'm looking for clients who who need what I'm able to deliver. That that would be my best fit. So where mm-hmm. the jigsaw pieces fit together, and that's where they'll get the best out of uh, out of what I'm doing. So I suppose consciously, yes, I do I do look for clients like that. Um, um so yes it's it's part it's partly the I, I originally mentioned that as 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 delivery but yes it will it would um it, it it must be a metaphor for uh for the kind kind of um prospect searching i do as well trying to find a good fit
1: Mhm. and is there anything else about that kind of searching when what you're doing is trying to find a good fit what kind of searching is it What kind of searching
0: is it? What kind of searching is that? Searching that is a searching for a good fit. Um, I, don't, I don't know, really. Um, iterative. Um, uh, I, 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 I don't know how to answer that, actually. Um, mm-hmm. Judy?
1: That's fine so th- the, how do you know when it's a good fit
0: oh you can tell you can tell you can tell straight away right from the uh, initial conversation uh, if somebody's um, if somebody says well I, I i need this i need this i need this and i say yes well yeah that, that you can you can tell, tell straight away you can also tell and it's not just it's not just an intellectual thing sometimes you just get a feeling that yeah, this not hundred percent fit um you sometimes get that and you there's there's something i don't know whether it's a gut feel i don't know whether it's i I think it is it's a it's something in the core of your body something in your in your stomach something in your gut that tells you there's something it's a feeling there's something not quite right with with going down this path Mm-hmm. And so it's not just an intellectual thing it's not just a co- a cognitive thing there's 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 visceral feedback uh from mm-hmm. my body if if something is not inherently a good fit. Now obviously I should be able to tell that cognit- cognitively but sometimes you know this this feeling is there as well.
1: Mhm. And that feeling it's in the core mm-hmm. of mm-hmm. your mm-hmm. body Where yeah, in about... the right yeah, in the it, center. Right in the center
0: yes centre line um uh, it's uh, let's see it's i guess it's just fractionally above my navel mm-hmm. fractionally above my navel um in in the centre in the right in the middle of my body down the down the centre line in in the middle if you like
1: mm-hmm.
0: it, does it have a that
1: s- size or a shape?
0: I'm not conscious of it um fairly fairly small fairly focused mm mm-hmm.
1: mhm so fairly small, you just you just know, you
0: just you just know when it's there and when it's not
1: hmm and is there anything else about it that lets you know when it's there um it kind of draws attention to
0: itself it's almost like um it's almost like uh, um, an alarm or a flashing alarm or okay um, <laughs> mixing my metaphors liberally here uh, <laughs> um, but it, it's that kind of it, it's that kind of thing. It is a feeling, but uh, there's there's something there's something that alerts you, mm-hmm. and maybe it, maybe it's a kind of stay away from this one or we'll be cautious with
1: this. Yes, yeah, so there's that flashing alarm. Stay mm. away from this one, <laughs> and it's a feeling, and it's fairly yeah. focused and fairly small, and it's yep. there at the centre.
0: I've I've noticed I've noticed this previously with um um more generally with um ex- ex- experiences when I was working in, in in corporations when I had projects that I just felt were not were not, not right I've had it with people I've just felt that are not right it's something that you can't put your finger on but it's um and it's it's a kind of signal um so looking back it's not just um uh, it's not just my current projects. It's 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 a general it's a general thing I think, a general kind of warning, a general caution, if you mm. like.
1: So it's a general thing, not just current projects. So, it, so if I were to ask a question like, "Is there a relationship between that flashing alarm and a one-man band?" That wouldn't necessarily be a relevant question no
0: no because it, it it it's it's down to the it's down to the individual and it's down to the individual project um for example i've, I've had this uh, way back years ago um where it's it's almost like a sinking feeling as well in, in your gut um mm-hmm. when i've had when i've realized that the person who would be working with me on a, on a particular project was this person i went oh god no mm-hmm. and you know um uh rationally cognitively i said well you know that that's just silly you know you know he's he's well respected um but it never really did work out quite well um in the end it wasn't a complete disaster but it didn't work out as well as it, as it as it should have done and i think that that signal was there then so that mm-hmm. you know that that's that's a good that's a good 15 20 years that that's that's been there
1: mm-hmm. so when you've got that feeling that flashing mm-hmm. alarm that lets you know all of that, and it's like a sinking feeling. And
0: mm-hmm. that's been with you
1: mm-hmm. for 20 years, 15 or 20 years. And, of course, now there's this fit between the two jigsaw pieces that, like Charles jigsaw, where they dovetail and fit together mm-hmm. very mm-hmm. easily. And mm-hmm. you're like a one-man band that's a performer, a conductor, <laughs> and an arranger, with, a, with yeah, synthesizers yeah. rather than acoustic guitar yes and you're working with one man bands yes and when all of that that's more or less how you are when you're collaborating at your best
0: yes without without the um, picking projects and people who who don't have that sinking feeling naturally Uh, Mm -hmm. so um picking the picking the one man bands and having them having them have the ability to play together, I suppose, with me. So that they play to their strengths, I play to my strengths. And we deliver a project that, that they they actually want on time um to budget. So it's something about um uh, conducting their resources, conducting my resources together to deliver that, to make sure they work. Oh God, I really didn't want to say this, but in harmony, it's just <laughs> 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 Um That's that wasn't uh, that wasn't pre planned. Um but yeah, it is it's working it's working uh, working with them to um, make it all work in harmony.
1: Mm-hmm. And now I've I've taken to asking people this towards the end of these interviews. How much yeah. of that did you know before oh, we started none, none, this? Oh no, absolutely none, <laughs> none, none of it, uh, Judy. None of it. I mean, the, the sinking,
0: the sinking feeling. I mean, that must be common with a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, getting a, a visceral gut reaction. I mean, that you know, everybody will be aware of that. I, I was certainly aware of that before. But this this thing about um, two, um, you know, Charles Jigsaw, two pieces that go together. That was new. The idea of um, of working together with other one man bands, and I'm one man band myself, but playing three roles, that was that was not in my cognitive awareness awareness awareness, awareness at all. Sort of, you know, what must be unconscious metaphors, um, and they must they must have actually been there because you you. Um, you very interestingly pointed out that I'd use the same phrase about myself and my clients, so it wasn't it wasn't something that was produced by the direction of your questions. It was it must have been something that was inherent there um, for me to use those you know almost uh, almost unbidded um, initially. so mm. very, very interesting, very interesting
1: you get a completely different quality of metaphor when it's a spontaneous one than when you ask for the metaphor. Uh-huh. It's it's, it's yeah. I, I I who knows what will happen next, but uh yeah. Because I was
0: I was I was asking, I was I was hoping I was going to do your um your your questions justice because you know having um having had experience of of listening to a number of your interviews i was thinking what well, what would my metaphor be i haven't got any bloody metaphors you know i i do hope when when judy asks me something that um it it's it's all going to make sense but i can't honestly think that i use any metaphors but but you know they're just
1: unconscious aren't they mm. basically and what difference does knowing it make
0: um i shall have to i shall have to have a sit down and think about what that allows me to do having that uh, having that metaphor what 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 different approaches does it allow me to take what what other insights does it allow me to have because i think that would be really interesting
1: Mm. and if if i was coaching you i'd I'd recommend that you went away and drew what you what you know now oh cool yes Yes that's, um, because that's a good that idea. does it does something different to the information when you draw it than when you just think about it.
0: Yes, ab- absolutely gets out of, gets it out of your head allows you to, to dissociate. I'm a big fan of uh, rich pictures with uh, you've probably come across uh, soft systems checklist mm. soft systems methodology. Yeah. So I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a big fan of that and obviously that's that, that's not what it's normally used for uh, but it's you know that that I think would give uh, would give insights and maybe uh, you know, um, conflicts as well as um, strategies that are likely to work well.
1: Mm. I'd love to hear more about it, depending what happens next.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's interesting. Interesting. You really got me thinking, Judy. This is, this is really interesting. <laughs> really interesting.
1: You're starting to realise why these interviews are so fun to do. <laughs>
0: Absolutely. Absolutely.
1: So we are coming to the end of our time. Mm-hmm. Um, as I always say at the end of these interviews, um, if people want to get in touch with you, who would you like to hear from, and how can they find you? Well, I'm, I'm happy to um, I'm happy to hear from anybody, to be honest,
0: Judy. But uh, the people who can probably benefit the most are people who've got a small business who want to grow their business and gain greater exposure. Uh, they might be therapists, they might be NLP people, they might be uh, people on the self development track, uh, but they've got a small business and they want to develop it. So if they email me. Allen, that's a-l-u-n at brandingu.org b-r-a-n-d-i-n-g-y-o-u.org uh, that's my email um, there's a contact form on Alinloves.it forward slash contact alanloves.it forward slash contact um, and they can just put their name and uh, email address in there and say you know i'd like to contact you and and i'll I'll get back in touch with them. I'm also available on um, Facebook if uh, people want to find me there. And uh, you'll probably find me on Twitter as well.
1: Brilliant. Well, I'm sure some people will be in touch. And (laughs) uh, I want to hear what happens next. So thank you very much indeed for playing.
0: Thank you, Judy. This is is really interesting. Thank you very much indeed. You've been listening to Collaboration Dynamics with Judy Rees. Ask your questions and leave your comments at judyreese.co.uk